between them gave me an egg every day. I gathered wild asparagus, dandelions, plants, and other edibles the Indian showed me. It was a time of deprivation which had come upon me suddenly, unforeseeably, two years before. The loss of a job, loss of health in my overcoat. Yet it was a serene and growing time, a time of preparation. Mostly we don't recognize these times for what they are until the experience for which we are being prepared is underway. One day I saw a truck draw up at the plank bridge across the stream which was my link to the world. A fat old woman clambered down with a paper in her hand. I sighed. She had come before, and there I knew went the morning for which I had other plans. Also, there was nothing in the house but the egg and a half a loaf of rather stale bread. But I could give her mountain tea and my attention, so I went to greet her smiling, mindful of the debt people of my pigmentation owed to people of hers. She had left her job and wanted to get unemployment insurance while she looked for another, but the people at the place told her she couldn't have it. Why not, Rosella? Because I quit. Have to have good reason, they said. I told them I had good reason. She frowned at me fiercely. After a while, they give me the paper, so I come to you. What did happen, I asked. She was working for a man whose unsavory reputation I knew, who ran a third-rate restaurant on the edge of the nearest town. On that particular morning, she was cleaning out the icebox when he called to her to come into the yard and shift a pile of trash. She had one more shelf to go and thought she had better finish that while the water was hot and she had her cleaning things out. Suddenly, he surged into the room shouting, When I tell you to do something, you get off your fat black ass and do it. He struck her with the newspaper he was carrying and went out again. Did you tell them he struck you? No. I just say good reason, like they told me. I see. Well, let's fill out the form. It took us the rest of the morning. Now, I said, we'll mail this, and if they ask you to go for another interview, I'll go with you and explain to them. She thanked me. We chatted a while about herbs and hens. Then I walked with her to the bridge with an effort because I was tired, and once I stumbled. How are your legs? Okay. You should go to the sweat lodge, get help. There was a pause. You believe in the sweat lodge? Yes, in what I know of it. I take you some of these days. Fine. I went back to the house. There on the table was a chocolate bar I had not seen her leave for me. I ate it gratefully. With the egg for supper, it would see me through to my shopping day next morning. Then I went toward the mountains. There was a tangle of willows by a stream where I sometimes went when I needed renewal. A good way to refill depletion is to lie on the earth, stretched out head to the north. Normally I lie on my back, face to the sky. In sorrow, defeat, or emergency, I lie on my stomach, face to the earth. It works. The healing currents flow. Even in cities, walled away by concrete slabs and thick cement between us and the earth, with layers of polluted air between us and the sky, the currents still flow. Slower, fainter, and it may take longer to heal us, but it works. All that is needed is what is needed every time for everything. To ask, to set up a squawk, as Zivaya says, 
in faith and gratitude that what we ask aright is already ours. All our needs, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, material, the special need of the now, all of these are already taken care of. What is needed is to know this and let the knowledge seep through whatever lack we thought there was. On this day, as I lay in the healing forces, a bird came to a nearby branch and sang to me for a long time with urgency in the song. It was a meadowlark, and I remembered reading somewhere that the Arapaho believe the meadowlark understands and speaks Arapaho. But I am not Arapaho, nor a meadowlark. Still, I felt a gentle communion between us, for which I thanked him before he flew away. There are no meadowlarks in the great cities.